Welcome to episode two. Today, I will discuss my annual top Miami restaurants list. This list was born the same year as my blog, 2013, nine years ago, and wow, was it different than today's list. South Florida restaurants have evolved significantly this last decade. As I mentioned before, I reserved, ordered, photographed, and ate all of these restaurants. No one has asked nor paid me to do so. Supporting our local restaurants brings me joy, and I am passionate about Miami's food scene. That is my MO from day one. A lot of careful thought has gone into naming and placing each honoree. Last year, I placed the awards on hiatus, and it was the first time since 2013 that I skipped a year. I simply could not publish any rankings after restaurants spent the year swimming upstream just trying to stay afloat. Instead, I bumped my usual top 30 bytes post to a top 100 bytes list to highlight the ones I most enjoy. Every year, I praise our city for its growth and against all odds, scrappy nature. But honestly, the last couple of years have taken the cake. Even as waves of outsider restaurateurs and investors flood or attempt to infiltrate our city. If you know you know. About this list, the restaurants receiving the Wet Palette Awards offer the total package. Many of the places I have named are also on my Miami-Dade County favorites list, and it's one I update throughout the year as well. But not all on that favorites list are here. The criteria is different for both. These are the ones you visit for dinner. Sit for dinner. Not grab a bite order a few things, stop in, or just enjoy some cocktails. You can enjoy food nirvana at any of these top 21. Arrive early for a cocktail, choose a bottle of wine or appropriate pairing, start with some appetizers, order your entree, dessert, after dinner drink, and maybe also a cafecito. Perhaps enjoy a tasty menu instead. Enjoy the ambiance, celebrate something, interact with friends and staff. Receive the kind of service you don't have to think about because it just is. Get the picture? Dinner as a leisurely experience and not as an afterthought or as a self-yop. As I mentioned before an episode within the list compared to other years, I don't add any that opened during the last quarter of the year and why it might take longer for some to appear on my list. I know people ask me about that all the time. It happened with Ghee, with Surf Club, with Boyade, and even with Stubborn Seed, um, to name a few. Most of these establishments are currently unmatched in Miami-Dade and definitely in Broward. Come on, Broward step it up. The few I chose that have some similarities with other concepts, think omakase and Italian menus, for example, delivered a near seamless experience during my visits. Here's my criteria. Exceptional food. First and foremost, obviously the food. Are these dishes that moved me or stayed with me long enough after I left the restaurant? Is the menu different than anything else found in South Florida? Is the menu enticing and cohesive? How much care went into composing a dish? Is it thrown together or skillfully plated? Are the ingredients used of excellent quality? And ultimately, is it fucking good? I mean, that's what we all care about, right? Um, sips. Um, they must have a notable... Um, well, they not must have, but most have a notable beverage program. So cocktails, a good wine list, etc. And more. I admire um, the pandemic hustle of so many of these lists um, OGs took on last year. Even with a staff shortage still in place locally, um, the majority of these restaurants found a way to go out of their way to offer stellar service and pay attention to details. They honored reservations, gave warm and welcoming reception, topped glasses, replaced napkins, and always found quick resolutions to any issues. 
In addition, I noticed and appreciated their overall vibe, killer decor, and details like perhaps a thoughtful playlist that embraced diners by setting the the mood upon arrival. From the tiniest mom-and-pop restaurant listed to the poshest one, these spots all exude character and evoke a feeling once in that space, and that, to me, is priceless. Here's what you will not find. It's a dive, but it has the best such and such. Oh, the best service, although the food isn't the greatest. Such a beautiful view, but the food is just okay. I didn't love it, but the owners are so nice. You just have to support them. Never been, but I saw it on so-and-so's list, so I will just add it to mine too. I know someone who knows someone who knows someone, and I got in. Ooh. Oh, there's food? Um, order at the counter. Wait for your pager to vibrate. Or my favorite one. Got the press release. I have to add them or I won't get that next repeat dinner invite. Have no fear. Those lists do exist elsewhere. Use this list as a reference when making your next reservation and as a springboard to keep the conversation about Miami restaurants going. Ready, set, dale. 21. Ghee. That's G-H-E-E. It's in Kendall. And consistency is basically synonymous with ghee, bite after bite, year after year, infused with love, spice, and everything nice. Number 20, Red Rooster in Overtown. New York newcomer restaurant by Chef Marcus Samuelson making all the right moves, even during peak pandemic last year. Warm and vibey with to die for dishes, dine indoors or out, and enjoy live music. Honestly, the whole package. 19. Zitsum. Mind blown. It has been wonderful to experience their journey so far. How are they firing on all cylinders in such a short period of time? I have no idea. The depth of flavor on every dish served, layered textures, course after course, and delicate finishing touches no, no end. The result? A whole lot of awe and mm, mm, mm. The eyes closed type. Brownie points if you can find the restaurant easily on your first try. What a great Miami addition. 18. Como Como. Sexy coastal Mexican food y muy Miami. The interiors are drop-dead gorgeous, pero pretty can only take you so far, as we know. Thankfully, Como Como offers plenty of substance, too. Solid dishes by Chef Scott Linquist, great service, and even a hidden mezcal bar make this list newcomer an exciting arrival to South Florida and my list. 17. Itame, or how I say Itamai, and I can't stop saying it that way, so sorry guys, it's Itamai to me. Gone are the days of the Nisei pop-up. Did anyone go to that? I remember it. And when Nikkei-inspired Itamei, Itamai occupied a small spot at the same rogue market. The new version is still tiny inside, but on the outside spread at the palm um, court in the design district is big on heart and flavor. The menu has evolved greatly and continues to evolve, and every dish demands attention. Well, you got it. 16. Uchi. The Uchi experience can be done as an omakase or a la carte. The concept is fast-paced, hip, loud, and casual. Good luck choosing what to eat. In a good way, of course. The menu is a sprawling list giving CBS receipts everywhere some competition. And it's divided into seemingly never-ending sections. Oh, the possibilities. Hot and cold tastings, vegetables, tempura, sushi, sashimi, bluefin selection, house specials, and dessert. I cannot get enough.
15, Boya Day. Hidden within an unassuming strip mall in Little Haiti, the restaurant is small but grand on character and style. There's a reason Boya Day topped my takeout list during quarantine. Plate it on-site or deliver in a to-go container, the high-quality eats did not skip a beat then nor now. The toughest part, same thing, deciding what to order when everything is a must-try. Thinking back to my initial visit, one bite is all it took to get hooked. And despite its casual nature, um, service and wine are equally important as the food here. Also, bathroom vodka monkeys. Check them out. You're welcome. 14. Fukia. Everything about this place screams cool. Graffiti, neon, and vintage pieces galore. There's a cohesive message that clearly shines through. Fukia's got soul. Miami, royalty if you ask me. Remember that 2011 pop-up that started it all? I do. This one also topped my quarantine takeout list. The hustle was and is real. And so is my love for them all these years. I crave this menu often, and I am not even kidding. The crispy imperial rolls, the PY noodles, and smoked short rib never leave my order. They should just name it the wet palette special. How about it? 13. La Fresa Francesa. A Hialeah meets Paris fairy tale. Charming owners, Ben and Sandy, are the heart of this dreamy operation, and it shows. Filled with antiques and curiosities throughout the restaurant space, you can't help but be transported to yesteryear. Tropical Miami touches on the menu remind you this is not your French typical cafe. You can find a truffled egg and cocotte, a croque madame, or a roasted quail on any given day. Pero aquí también hay guayaba and papaya sprinkled on some dishes. Fun tip, there's even a clever use of a pastelito on a dish. If you know, you know. More importantly, they serve the best damn crepes in all of Miami. Yep, I said what I said. Osaka Cocina Nikkei. One of the very few restaurants on this list with several other locations of their concept worldwide. I don't know about Lima, Buenos Aires, Santiago, Quito, Bogota, or London, but in Miami, this Nikkei gem impresses with plenty of stunning dishes off their menu, unlike any others. The tuna foie, hotate truffle, niku tartare, and the pato mochero caught my attention years ago. Consistent quality and attentive service with every single visit has kept me coming back and raving about Osaka. Lamar. Led by the very gifted and skilled Diego Oca, Lamar by Gaston Acurio serves outstanding upscale Asian Peruvian food. The unparalleled Miami views win you over before you even take a bite. It's so beautiful, but it's not about the location. Service is always on point, and the delicious seafood-heavy menu keeps diners returning. Don't despair if fish isn't your favorite. The menu also carries a fabuloso lomo saltado. Ooh, how I adore that with the accompanying choclo rice and a hotter-than-hot take on the chaufa aeropuerto. I remain hopeful this year we'll see the return of their spectacular Sunday brunch. Fire. Coat. Yes, it's worth the hype. This New York restaurant, I know, I know, listen, I roll, I get it. But it happens to be a welcome and excellent addition to the Miami scene. Truly. For what it's worth, this opening was already in the works pre-COVID, unlike those others. A Korean steakhouse offering steak omakase. Okay, see, the vibe is sexy, electric, and contagious, and somehow still feels intimate throughout the almost 6,000 square foot restaurant. 
Telepathic service too. The left hand here does know what the right is doing. Impressive to witness. Not skipping a beat, the staff at Coat enthusiastically parades through the space with intent and purpose, and it's clear that this is a team effort. Coat takes great pride in the domestic pride grade, all-natural American Wagyu hybrid, and imported Japanese Wagyu served. Great care and detail also goes into the development of the beverage program. Fun fact, the wines by the glass are poured out of magnums bottled just for Coat directly from the wineries. Nine. Lido Restaurant at the Surf Club. Miami does not have a shortage of gorgeous venues and restaurants, but this one is truly breathtaking. Chef Antonio Melmolia led the way from its La Sirenu start four years ago to its transformation as Lido Restaurant late last year. This gem, located inside Surfside's The Surf Club, has always been the go-to spot for that ultimate Italian fine dining experience and the reason it's listed here today. What an outstanding year. That said, Last month, Chef Michael White of New York City's Michelin star Marea and A Fiori fame took over as a restaurant now enters a new phase at his skilled hands. I have no doubt Lido Restaurant will continue its path as one of our best. 8. Bourbon Steak Have they really been around for 14 years? Executive chef Gabriel Fenton victoriously leads the Bourbon State Kitchen. When he's not executing Michael Mina's staple dishes, he's meticulously and proudly adding new dishes, using as many fresh and seasonal ingredients always as possible. The extensive wine list and equally spectacular handmade cocktails and spirits list have something for everyone. Besides the obvious commitment to the food served, the overall experience for the guests must be as close to perfect as humanly possible, and it's something the team takes very seriously. In a city so preoccupied with the latest trends, looks, and never enough attention to customer service, it's so nice to know a magical place such as Bourbon Steak exists. An exceptional modern steakhouse with classic roots, skills, and great panache. And also, the trio of duck fat french fries. Oh yep, I went there. 7. Nosa Omakase This is Miami's most exciting 2021 restaurant opening. The two-hour experience begins with cocktails and follows with a beautiful 16 to 18 course progression. Do not let the occasional smoke and flashy performance aspects of dinner fool you into thinking this is just another pretty and shallow South Beach spot. It's not. While not fully traditional, Nosa is the real deal with top quality ingredients flown in from Japan, Italy, and Brazil. They also deliver seasonal included perks such as white and black truffle, caviar, and Hokkaido uni. Service is warm, welcoming, and stellar. Disclosure, the restaurant experienced a chef shake-up a couple of weeks ago, and Nosa now enters a new chapter. I plan on visiting the 2.0 version soon and wish the team the best of luck. 6. Nawe, one of South Florida's most respected restaurants. With only one assistant in the kitchen and an enviable intense focus, Chef Kevin Corey works diligently to execute each course using flawless precision. Despite the mounting awards and mentions Nawe receives, his grace, humbleness, and contagious serenity come across loud and clear. Don't be surprised if you're greeted by name upon arrival. The impressive attention to detail continues throughout dinner with prompt water refills, drink orders, napkin replacement, and extensive course-by-course descriptions. Minimalistic modern interior design and classical music provide an immaculate and harmonious backdrop to the royal menu. Complementing dinner, 
you can expect an endless selection of organic vegetables, rice, freshly grated wasabi root, and even soy and sake from Chef Kevin Corrin's family brewery, which date backs to, dates back to the 1800s. An adventure, an education, a challenge. Nothing else compares. Five, stubborn seed. Passion, grit, and a playful flair make Chef Jeremy Ford's stubborn seed a strong keeper year after year. The exposed concrete, quaint retro furnishings, and graffiti artwork establish a casual fine dining vibe. The upscale dishes solidify its powerhouse status. Top Chef fans, take note, there's always a crudo on the menu. Foie gras lovers, you must know Ford makes South Florida's sexiest one. Ordering a la carte is available, but honestly, the seasonal tasting menu is always the way to go, and what a ride it is to go through it. Rock on. Four, Ariette. I mean it when I name it one of my tried and true spots. Master of the pivot game and not just during the pandemic, chef owner Michael Beltran navigated and overcame adversity through the years to get to where he is today. Now, Coconut Grove's Ariette sits pretty, solid, and stable, offering diners an array of spectacular experiences. Chef's tasting menu, a la carte menu, and Miami's sole duck press. Every dish is obsessively conceptualized and executed, often showcasing Cuban-inspired courses unlike anywhere in Miami. I am blessed to have experienced Ariette's evolution from the very beginning and greatly admire the restaurant's journey. So good, they simply can't be ignored. Pay attention to this one, Miami. L'Atelier de Joel Robuchon. L'Atelier usually offers a couple of specialty and seasonal tasting menus, plus the ability to order a la carte. Every dish is executed to mind-blowing perfection, top-notch from beginning to end. Curious fact, this restaurant has been through many kitchen changes, but you would never know it, given its delivery has never been rocked. Unusual. South Florida is known to have impressively designed restaurants, and this one is no exception. This modern French cuisine concept is about the pursuit of perfection, attention to detail, and care about the diner having the ultimate adventure. Miamians might be surprised to learn that the overall service is neither stuffy nor intimidating. Two, Fiola. Forget the DC Michelin star, forget the star-studded dining room. The food and service at Fiola at Miami are worthy of our praise and the real stars that matter. Said to be inspired by regional Italian classic dishes and family traditions, Fiola's menu offers something for everyone, and the dizzying options can overwhelm. How does one even choose when everything is excellent? Dinner is always coursed perfectly, and tableside presentations and explanations flow easily. Each highly curated plate, tray, bowl, and platter showcase the food at its best, stunning to look at and even better to taste. The wine program is one of my personal favorites, too. You can trust the dedicated and knowledgeable psalms will guide you towards the most suitable option for your palate. One, finally, we arrive at number one, the surf club. Consistence is day one. I can assure you that the unmistakable Chef Keller finesse and signature style come off loud and clear at the surf club. The goal is continental cuisine interpreted for today's contemporary guests. This is fine dining, white tablecloths, and high-quality ingredients with the absolute best hospitality in all of South Florida. The staff makes it all seem effortless and friendly without one ounce of pretentiousness, like a well-choreographed and executed performance. The best. Without a doubt, local talented chef de cuisine Manuel Echeverri expertly leads the kitchen, sadly at least until the end of January 22. 
No words yet on his replacement. The number one spot of my Top 30 Bites Miami post went to one of his specials. The Surf Club is a solid choice whenever a guest wants to be spoiled and experience the perfect night. Plus, there's a kick-ass chocolate cake. Congratulations to the 2021 Palette Award recipients. We are so lucky to have you. Thank you all for visiting this podcast, reading, sharing my blog. Get out there and make your reservations, Miami. They all deserve your attention and support. You can find me on all my social media, the blog, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and now this podcast. From my palette to yours, cheers. Cheers.